Real friends, how many of us, how many of us, how many jealous, real friends, there's not many of us, we smile at each other, but how many honest, trust issues, Okay, okay, um, we are back with a new episode. Let's do it. And um, joining us via the phone is Rakesh Gordon, what's up man? What's up, peeps? Um, it's been a while, um, so we've been up to a few things. Um, you been? It's been about a week or so. Yeah, a couple Nothing crazy. Weeks. How's your weekend? Went to a couple concerts back to back. Almost did a three peat. Almost did a three peat. And I wish Keish was here because I know he would have been saying some shit. But <laughs> um, so one night, so one night I went to go see Blast, and then the following night I went to see J Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, both good nights, and a few things happened. I don't know how you want to start this off. Do you want me to talk about the night I almost got stuck in the city, or? Um, I failed to shoot my shot. <laughs> Just shoot it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to the, you failed to shoot your shot later. Okay. So the uh, I got stuck it. in the city. Okay. So this is the J Cole show. Um, very great setting Barclay center. It was packed out, found out they oversold tickets. So people were still trying to get in. They wow. Actually bought them like legit. And in the section where I was like the road, I was the people next to me were like sitting down the entire time. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like this man got a basketball court as a stage. He has a whole big hoop on fire. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Show. On like, Twitter. And then like, he started off with, um, 95 South. That's the one that's like, put your hood up, mm-hmm. put your hood up, put your click up, all that. And they were sitting down arms crossed the entire time. I'm like, yo, wow. everybody in the arena is like going off to this, like the entire show. Like, how do you sit down the entire time? They're not real fans. One of them had a Dreamville shirt on too. That disappointed me. That don't mean nothing. Yo. And, and I mean, he did like a nearly two hour set too. Wow. So just him i know he brought out 21 savage mm-hmm. and um Murray, who's also on tour they did my life boss was a special guest um mm-hmm. he's from queen so that was it and then after the show my man's told me like yo cole's gonna be at the back of the arena meet me there and so i did and we were waiting for maybe like an hour and then it was getting late but i had to get back into jersey and catch the last train this was like almost one in the morning and so i had to make a decision i was either gonna stay and wait for cole and be stuck in the city or miss him so I can get back home in time and not, you know, get stuck in Penn Station and all that shit. And just as I caught that last train, he sent me to pick, like, yo, Cole, right here, man. Like, everybody getting autographs and pics. I'm like, fuck. Wow. But he's, Damn. yo, but he posted up in Crocs and everything, like, just re- real regular, real regular. That's how he is. That's why I like him, because he just, he don't do flashy stuff like everybody else. And he's a nice guy. Like yeah, he's, he's real for after the show to you know do all that stuff for the fans. That's a real one. Um, real. So for the shoot my shot one, it was the blast show, and that was the first one. That was Friday. That was actually a real good show because I felt like everybody. This is like their first time back outside. Um, Funk Flex was the special guest, so he gave us the Mister East special. If you know, you know. <laughs> I know Keish knows about that pretty well. The clues bombs. Yeah. Um, so he did like, you know, Dior, the Dreams and Nightmares intro. He called Swag Surfing Trash. I don't know how y'all feel about that. He always does. He but, did that last time. He but that brought everybody together. Mm. And so, um, and then Blast came out. Blast is a really great performer. He has it. Like, I'm telling you, he has it. 
Um, he had a backup singer. I'm trying to get her name. Hold on one second so I get this correct. Um, Cheyenne Wright, mm-hmm. very talented young lady. Um, it was him and him and his singer the entire time. No backtracks, none of that. Just the instrumental. And then he brought out the dude that sings Gallus as the surprise guest. And you can, it was so loud. You could not hear the dude sing. Like everybody was singing that song word for fucking word. Wow. But he was in New York where the song was originated too. So, yeah. So it's popping right now in the city. That's one that's moving. Um, but throughout the show, there was this one girl that I was talking to the entire show. Like, it just happened because I had my mask on and she's like, oh, yeah, I understand. You know, you respect it. It's, you know, COVID and everything, and people were, like, packed up. Mm-hmm. And, yo, first she was like, yo, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Jersey. She's like, I knew by your accent. I was like, okay, so where are you from? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm from Queens and all that, blah, blah, blah. And then we just started getting to talking, like, yo, how'd you get in the blast? How you, mm-hmm. all that. Throughout the entire show, it was just vibes, just straight vibes. Just me and then me and her talking every now and then, like, yo, I hope he plays this song. And then when he does it, she's like, oh, my God. I'm she like, had no friends with her? She had her home, like, three of her homegirls. Wow. <clears throat> but, and so it was just straight vibes. And so at the end, as I was, like, leaving the venue where the point of no reentry, it was at that moment that I knew I fucked up <laughs> because I didn't get it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, bro. Nah. Yeah, you finish, didn't get finish. her number. Uh, yeah, I, I, I finish, was say, I didn't get her name. I didn't get her number. I didn't get her IG. It was just straight vibes the entire night. Like, wow. a, just a good ass night. Well, that ties into our actual topic of today, which is friendship advice. And, Brandon, do you have any advice to give Ian for this missed opportunity that he had? <laughs> As we always say, you know, it's shooting a shot from the free throw. I mean, Giannis, (laughs) I think um, it's just it's funny because I actually I can relate to Ian. There's times where I've been somewhere, not that I talk to people, but, you know, obviously we all went to Mr. Easy. We all just go out and I'm not the type of dude either just to go to somebody and give them a drink or say what's up to them. I'll just look at you and say what's up. But that's it. But if I vibe with you, I think that's a different story, because I feel like when you're in the moment, you don't kind of think about certain things. And also. It depends on what she was giving to you, too. Now, she could have gave you that vibe like, I want to get to know you more. Or if she didn't, then I can understand why you probably didn't go further. But if she gave you that vibe, then that's a different story. It was more just like in the moment. I think for everybody, this is one of their first shows back outside. It's been a year and a half, almost two years. So Mm -hmm. it was just more like being in the moment. Really? Or are you just trying to cut yourself short and try to cope, use it as a coping mechanism for excuse? Because I feel like that could have been something like, you're in a venue talking to someone for two, three hours. It's I like, mean, yeah, that is a long time. Yo, she had yeah. her, like, there's other people she could have talked to. Then. She was basically in your spider like, web. But I wasn't yeah, even what, thinking about it either. Like, I was not thinking about it at all. What was her background? She's, what do you mean, like? Her race. Oh, she's a black girl from Queens. Okay. But she was, she's, did she have that Queens vibe? Yeah, you know. Okay. You know, the braids and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Warm-up jacket. Was she attractive to you? She's beautiful. Okay. Black Queens. And all you had to do was ask for her Instagram. <laughs> and it was at that moment I knew I fucked up. Well, you know what you have to do now. Yeah, you know, get a name and then get a like some form of communication. When are you going to see her again? 
don't know. Gary Vaynerchuk like, gonna see you tomorrow. Relax, relax. <laughs> you can't see well, you tomorrow. You can't do that because you. I mean, you're on the game all the time. That's what. The only thing you can do is use this in the future and be like, "Yo, the opportunity presents itself." You know, you make the most of it. Yeah, I think um, you know, going back to the topic, you know, the whole tough love, like, you know, as as we're all brothers, not friends. I don't say brothers. You know, we all need some type of constructive criticism and uh, it's okay. I know that we vibe in a sense where you can take it, but has there ever been a time, Ian, where Rakesh and I had said something to you and made you feel some type of way? Honestly. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this is about to be interesting. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think he's going to get his popcorn for this one. But um, this is back in April, I want to say, late March, early April, mm-hmm. where I don't know where we were going and we had a I know where we were going. We were going to New York. Yeah. <laughs> were we going like to eat or like was it No, um, we were just going to New York to just to just I think we tried to go to Dallas BBQs, bro. I oh, think Oh, and then it was a dub or something. Yeah, okay. like we tried, I think something like that. Okay. Um, no, nah, I was all Mel's but Oh, I, I think I know. <laughs> oh yeah. We can't we can't Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see you see we went somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um the at the end at part of the night I was a little pissed. But um it was a forty five minute conversation on, you know, how I should improve myself because I have all these great qualities. It's just not I don't think I'm capitalizing on it or for the most part I just don't care or things of that nature, whatever the case may be. And it it was hard to accept it. But looking back six months later, I'm glad y'all told me about that because I'm now a lot more confident or what I should say is I regained my confidence in who I am when I'm outside and doing all these things. Um, Mm. And when it comes to tough love and things of that nature, when it comes to those things, there are two types of people that I view as those that pass this off as advice. There are those that really care about you. And then there's those that don't give a crap about you, but they just want to say their opinions because they feel like they can. Mm. But the fact that y'all have known me for 15 years, y'all really care. Y'all want me to, you know, you guys want me to prosper just as much as I want y'all to prosper. Mm. And so I know I had to make those minor adjustments to make those improvements. Um, It wasn't an easy thing, but I'm glad you guys told me that. Um, there was a time where I talked to somebody who I thought was my friend and we had a conversation and she basically just shitted on me, just how we talked. It was just more about what I did, what I did, what I did. And as much as I want to talk to her about herself, it's not going to be easy thing. Cause I feel like she's not going to take any accountability for her actions. Um, even though I know about some of those things, like, your relationship statuses with guys and what you've done. And it's like, for me, it's more of like, I don't care what you do. As long as they're not taking advantage of you, they're not abusing you do what you want. Mm -hmm. But some of the things I know, I was just like, I would have told you to leave or I would have told you why are you dating them? Like, are you dumb? Like (laughs) as a friend, like a true friend will tell you that. No. Yeah. And that's true. And that, and that's why I kind of figure like, can you really have a true friendship if you can't be that transparent, that honest with your friend that you deeply care about? Like, yo, there's some things in your life that you might need to attack or address. And, you know, 
you need to handle it instead mm-hmm. of sugarcoating it and just trying to co-sign it because a real friend will co-sign the nonsense that you're doing. No, yeah, there's some friends where they did some bullshit and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck was you thinking? Mm-hmm. And I had to tell them like, yeah, you might be angry at the moment and you want to get your shit off, but then there's times where you have to tell them in a way where it's not like you ruin the friendship as well. Um, That's true. You don't want to say you're angry with them. I say like extremely disappointed because I feel like you you can still hurt somebody with the words I'm disappointed. It feels like you let them down big time. And it's like, how can you regain their trust or earn their friendship again mm. after whatever actions you've committed? You know what I'm saying? I get it. I mean, I also think about, you know, why we're so afraid to say something to somebody. Because sometimes, you know, we got to let people do what they need to do and then, you know, allow them to make a mistake. In a sense, you know, I, I definitely know I've had conversations with Rakesh actually about a situation yeah. of me talking to somebody and yeah. um, he was telling me, you know, and I was being hard headed about it. And I kind of was like, yeah, like I will listen, of course, but we all have those moments where we listen and, um, you know, you have hard headed moments. And like, true. I remember the day like certain things were just happening and it was just going downhill and like I was kind of feeling some type of way because I was like, damn, it's so hard for me to say like I knew he was right because it's pride at the end of the day. Yeah. But I was like, wow, he was right. Like just things that, that were happening, things I should have been doing. And, you know, uh, it was just accountability for myself to say like he told you this. Why didn't you listen? So now, you know, going forward and everything that I've learned uh, is just continue to be mindful. But, you know, sometimes I think about you got to let people make mistakes. You got to let people live their life and do what they need to do. And, you know, as long as they learn, that's great. But if they keep repeating the same things over and over again, then that's just like, all right, like you just being stupid at that point. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like, um, riding a bike in a way. Some people get hard at it. Like, yo, I can do it on my own. I don't need your help, blah, blah, blah. But when you see them fall the first time, you're still there to like, you know, lift them up yeah, and encourage them, up. them and supri- provide support. Right. But like you said, if, go ahead, Keish. No, I was just saying, just piggybacking off of just what Brandon was saying, because obviously there was times when it came to relationship stuff that Brandon would try to tell me something, or he would, you know, he would, I would ask him for something, and he'd be like, you know the answer to it, and he would lay it out. And he would be black and white with it. And there would be times I'd kind of be like, ah, like, I'm just going to go ahead and do it, like, he gave me this. And then, you know, same circumstances would happen, and be like, damn, Brandon told me that. Oh, damn, he told me to look out for this. He told me to do this. And I went and did the opposite way. Um, and, you know, ended up being hard-headed. But at the same time, it comes to a, a point where it's like, you kind of, there's a balance where you have to take the advice, but then there's sometimes that you kind of have to experience it for yourself. Because yeah. someone can keep on telling you stuff, but it's like some things you just have to experience it. But like Brandon said, you keep on experiencing the same exact things. Like at that point in time, just being hard-headed. I had a great conversation with my barber about uh, a month ago, and he was telling me the difference between intelligence and wisdom. And what's the difference? So with wisdom, what do you need to have wisdom experience, right? Mm-hmm. So he says, I'm more intelligent now, and I try to be less wise because 
wisdom means you have gone through things, multiple things. He's like, I'm coming to the point in my life where I don't need to be going through those things to understand I don't need to go down that path or do something. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I was kind of like, hmm. And I, and, I, and I started thinking to myself, like, yo, that's a trait for me that I realized that I've, I've had since a young age that I love to do. Like, I don't need to go through certain things in order to take advice from someone and try to apply it to my life so that I don't have to deal with certain things. Even though there are certain things, like relationship-wise in the past, that, you know, I've had to go through, there's some other things that I just completely avoided because I decided to be intelligent and just listen to what someone told me to do and go ahead and follow it, opposed to just trying to figure it out on my own. And just like, no, nah, I don't need to do this, do this, do this. And then end result, me going through something that could have been avoided. No, I feel so, that. I think too, just to piggyback off that, like, you know, you could have all the wisdom in the world, I feel like. And if you continue to do the same thing, like, are you wise? And even thinking about, you know, like you said, intelligence, like you, I mean, experience is the best teacher at the end of the day. Facts. And um, I think you have to go through certain experiences to get wisdom. But I also think about it too, like for me, and when I think about intelligence too, like, it's understanding why you had to go through certain things and that's what made you intelligent, but also there's wisdom behind it because you understand there's experience behind it. So now, you know, when you do something, it's like, okay, I got to be moving this way. So this doesn't happen. But if I move that way, possibly there's a consequence. So it's just understanding why we choose certain things and choose certain decisions that we um, make. But uh, it's really applying both. And I also think about it, too, just the emotional side of things, like the emotional tensions that we always kind of talk about, like being emotionally aware and, again, intelligent shows your maturity. And, um, you know, you, you kind of experience things in one set of, like, I guess, mindset. And then at the end of the day, you know, uh, here you are experiencing another thing and then a different mindset may come about because of the wisdom and the knowledge. And uh, for me personally, like I said, I just want to continue to deal with things in a different maturity sense, because I know how I did one experience one way and in one mindset, I just want to do it better in a better mindset. So just keep growing and learning. So you basically just answered a part of my question based on what Rakish said earlier. And my question would have been our wisdom and intelligence interconnected. And if so, how? So mm-hmm. you gave your experience on that. And then, Keish, um, I want you to answer that as well. I mean, they, they, I mean, it is intertwined. It is intertwined. But at the same time, it is separate as well. Mm-hmm. But what's like Brandon you know, articulated, you definitely do need, you know, there's some form of intelligence that happens with wisdom. And I think that form is understanding that you went through something and using your head to be like, yo, I went through this circumstance. This is what I need to do to avoid it again. So that's how it intertwines with one another. But, you know, I just, I just, it was a question I had Then I was just listening as Brandon was responding. And as we were talking about advice, I kind of wonder why is it easier for us at times to get advice from total strangers as well as give advice for total strangers. But sometimes when it comes to your friends, you might be hesitant, like you were saying, Ian, about certain things. Um, I think when it comes to friends, it's more of like you already established a relationship with them. Whereas strangers, there's no judgment. You don't have that foundation in your relationship with them. 
if that makes any sense. No, I was going to say the same thing. I think um, that's why we don't speak, you know, even in our culture of things, you know, as men. We Black think we men. can figure it Yeah, we think we can figure it out. We think that um, we don't need anybody. We're supposed to be strong in society terms, you know, our gender roles. We're supposed to be leaders in a sense. But there's a lot of people that struggle, you know, at the end of the day. We don't have everything figured out, but we act like we do. And when we do, that's when we get hard-headed because when somebody tries to tell us something like, oh, you should do it this way or maybe you should listen to this and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, nah, I'm good. But I think at the end of the day, uh, whoever you are, whether it's a stranger, or a family friend, you know, or a friend, coworker, whatever the case may be, you know, people need that type of person just to kind of coach them through certain things. doesn't matter what they may say. It's the fact that you gave an opinion. Whether it's right or wrong, you gave your opinion. You know, really, opinions are just planting seeds of thoughts. So whether if you water it or not and you let it grow, that's one thing, you know, good or bad. Or you just kind of take yourself upon yourself like, okay, I could take ownership for what they said and maybe they are right and I should listen. I just think that, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to let people live life and make mistakes because as we all know, I know none of us are parents right now, but, you know, as we become parents, even when we have kids and, you know, the kids that we've being kids, obviously, you know, our parents did what we they needed to do to teach us things and help us learn, but they had to set us out to this world and uh, we had to make mistakes. We had to experience life. But at the end of the day, they gave us tools and everything that we needed to learn to hopefully be okay. But, you know, we can't get everything right all at once because, you know, we just have to make mistakes. And that's why mistakes are loud. Lessons are silent. And on that note, my friends, thank y'all for joining us. Appreciate your time. Until next time. Yep. Peace. Real friends. How many of us? How many of us? How many jealous? Real friends. There's not many of us.